Welcome to Stepping Into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. Greetings, beautiful. Thank you for listening. I have such gratitude for you, and I am sending you so much love and light. Thank you for sharing your energy with me. I want to talk today about our stories and how we can get stuck in them. If you know anything about me, if you've either read my book or listened to previous podcasts, some of you may know that I was stuck in my story for a very long time. I literally hit rock bottom before I was able to see the light. And because of that, because of my experiences, I am now able to help others get out of their story. So when I talk about being stuck in your story, it's what's happened to you. It's your experiences, your life experiences, what you've heard, what you have seen or felt or experienced in your life. Lots of us have had many experiences that were less than desirable. And those experiences have left imprints in our brain, in our cells, in our DNA. They're part of us. Recently, I was at a spa, a one of the top destination spas in the world, actually. I think it's ranked number three. And it's about 45 minutes from my home. And I'm asked periodically to visit there. They ask me to come and present classes and meditations and do readings for their clients. And so I was just there a few weeks ago. And for one of the activities one evening, I did a healing meditation. I think I called it divine healing meditation or something like that. And, you know, said that we would be healing our souls. So during the meditation, I took people, you know, into a relaxed state. And I had everyone go back in their life, like go back all the way to childhood. We were going to move through our lives. And we were going to be highlighting experiences in our lives that may have shifted us to a negative, either thinking or being or expecting negative things. And as we moved through, you know, this lifetime, this reflection of our lives during this meditation, we were healing the spots where those negative experiences occurred. And I'll be honest, it it sounds a little choppy here because when I'm doing a meditation, I am honestly channeling and I never know what's going to come out. It just flows. And it's because I feel I always start, I always begin with a prayer and I call in God and Jesus and the angels and any spiritual helpers, any beings of light to help us on our journey. So I don't recall everything, you know, all the details of it, because when I channel those things, it's just kind of gone. Just like when I do readings, I'll do readings for someone. And as soon as they're either walking out my door or I hang up the phone, then I have forgotten their reading. It's, it's gone. 
And again, I think that's my kind of my protection. I just forget it all. I don't need to carry everybody's stuff around. So anyway, we're doing this meditation and I'm taking people through their lives. And at the end, you know, we healed all these areas that had been running the show because I was explaining how our experiences, it's our conditioning, what we've been conditioned to believe, what we have been taught, what we have experienced. That's all part of us. But we can make a decision. And I don't mean just make a decision. It's make a decision and then start changing our thoughts and beliefs. So we, the moment we decide, look, I am, this is not my story anymore. It's not going so well. And I'm changing my story. I've got to change something. I don't like this story and I'm going to write a brand new story. So after the meditation, I was kind of, I thought we were wrapping things up and people were discussing things with me and I was answering questions. And one gentleman raised his hand. He was an older gentleman. And he said, Now, I just don't get this. He said, you're asking us to wipe our minds clean. And I said, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm asking you to do. Because first of all, I don't believe we can do that. I'm not asking you to wipe your mind clean. I'm asking you to write a new story, to decide that those things that happened to you aren't going to define you any longer. What has happened to us does not define us unless we allow it to. So somehow we got on, we started talking about limiting beliefs because that's part of, that was part of the whole meditation process that these experiences, whether it has to do with love or health or money, any experiences we've had with any of those areas, it, it, causes us or turns into limiting beliefs that we have. So we will block abundance. And when I talk about abundance, I'm talking health and new friends and opportunities and travel and money and um, love, joy. That's what I'm talking about, abundance, not just money. But somehow we got on the subject of money. And he said, well, I disagree I don't know that he used the word disagree, but he was disagreeing basically what with what I was wanting him to do or what I was ex, um, explaining the whole process, what I was suggesting that he do. And he said, for instance, he says, um, people with money are takers. And I was a little floored by that. I said, wow, so can you explain to me why you think they're takers. And he said, well, if people have money, they've taken it from someone else. And that kind of blew me away because I've never actually thought of it that way. But I realized there's probably a lot of people that do feel that way. So I said, well, I gave him some examples of several billionaires and some millionaires and very well-known people. And I said, you know, this person does this for humanity. You know, this couple is, uh, puts all their money to finding cures for diseases. You know, this gentleman is helping third world countries find uh, cures for their diseases. Or, you know, I was talking about all these different examples. This person 
supports women, pays to get women or young girls out of the sex trade, you know, that has been sold to sex slavery. You know, this, this person pays to have them released. So I was giving him all of these examples and it was bizarre because the, the longer I talked, the more his arms got crossed, he leaned back in his chair, his legs were crossed now, and he was tapping his foot. And I was like, and he was turning red in the face. And he said, I don't care what kind of examples you give me. None of it's going to, you know, I'm not buying any of it. This is baloney. Uh, rich people are takers. And I said, well, then, sir, I would assume, with all due respect, <laughs> that you have a problem with money. Either you don't have it or it flows right through you. You don't have it for very long. And he's sat up and he's like, that's right, because I'm a giver. I give it away. And I was just like, wow. Um, and I went on to say, well, what if, what if having more money, what if you attracted more money just meant that you had more to give? And I could just see him mulling things over in his mind. And I, and I wondered, what's he thinking now? Well, if I have more money, then I'm a taker and I'm not a giver. And I'm, I don't know. He was just so caught up in his mind thinking about stuff. And uh, he said something about Mother Teresa. And I love it when people bring up, bring Mother Teresa up as an example, because people generally, when they bring her up to me, they are saying, you know, she was a giver and she gave up everything and lived with the poor. And, and, and I, I always stop and done their tracks and I'm like, whoa, okay, that's your version of the story. Here's the version I believe or that I have heard or that I know about. Mother Teresa was a magnet for money. She manifested millions of dollars for her people. She loved her people, and yes, she did give back, but she did not um, she did not put a hand up to money and say, none of that. We don't need this because, you know, that makes you a taker. She welcomed money because she knew it could do so much good. And that, that was probably the first moment I saw that man. He had an, an aha moment. He just looked at me and he goes, I, he goes, I've never thought of it that way. So I was like, well, you know, maybe I got through to him a little bit, or maybe I at least got him thinking a little bit differently about money, that it's not such a bad thing. And again, this meditation was for all areas of our lives, but for some reason we got on this money thing. And I really find that people have issues with money. That seems to be their biggest block. So we got done with the whatever, the question and answer. I don't even know what you'd call it at that point because it was really bizarre how it all shifted. And I, you know, I did a closing prayer and I was standing in the front and saying goodbye to everyone. And the gentleman came up to me and he said, I hope you're not angry that I came today. And he said, uh, I hope you're not, you know, he said again, I hope you're not mad at me. And I said, oh my goodness, no. I said, you are exactly who I needed to have here tonight. Now, the reason I say that is because when we were having our conversation and he was shifting into more anger and, well, what appeared to be, I'm not going to assume anything, it appeared angry and frustrated and you know, his voice was raising. My state did not change whatsoever. I stayed in a peaceful, calm state. And 
it wasn't a state of, I have to convince you of my way. I was so secure with who I was uh, and my beliefs, and I respected his. Whatever he believed, that was fine. I was not there to convince him of anything. So he helped me realize that I had gotten to a place because, you know, as I tell people, the, the more you shine, the more the darkness is going to come. And I call darkness, when I say darkness, I just mean, I like to put it this way. It's just those that are resisting the light right now. They're just resistant to it right now. And I have had a lot of them coming my way lately. And I just know that it means I'm shining pretty freaking bright. And this gentleman was just another test, if you will, to see if I was ready. So I patted myself on the back a little bit and um, spoke with some other people in the group. And they, they realized during this meditation that they had really gotten stuck in their story. So whether they had been told they had a disease or illness that they would never get rid of or didn't get love from someone, a parent, or maybe an ex scorned them or left them or talked down to them, treated them poorly. And so they didn't feel lovable. Or when that happens, we can actually have a, a wall up over our heart. I call it armor. And so you will actually, you think you're keeping the bad stuff out, but you're keeping all of it out. You're even keeping the good stuff out. Then so many of them said they also felt that they had money blocks because they had been taught it was greedy to want too much or that you would be taking from someone else if you wanted too much. And I, you know, again, in the meditation, really brought to light that when we do that, we're saying that the universe has limits. Oh, well, God only has so much of this, so I can't take more than my whatever share. That's baloney. <laughs> I mean, the universe is unlimited. Abundance is just waiting to pour down to us. The flow is always coming towards us. We are the ones that close it off with our doubts, our fears, our beliefs, our conditioning. So when I say, are you stuck in your story? What are the lies you've been telling yourself? What are your limiting beliefs that you have been living by? Because the universe is just this kind and loving and giving place. It's this energy that only wants to give us whatever it is we, we want. But if we're telling universe... I want to Thank you so here. much for listening to Stepping to into the, the Light. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast with your family but and friends. Day in and, day out, and be sure to visit Julia's website at juliatreat.com to sign up for monthly cyber swag, including meditations, it, rituals, readings, and lots of other life-changing stuff straight to your inbox. I want for that it's free. Someone else is suffering. You can tell the universe all you want, but if you are not vibrating, and I mean we are all vibration, if you're not vibrating at that belief that I deserve this, you will block it. I'm about halfway through my spiritual boot camp. I offer it periodically a few times during the year 
it's an online program. It's four weeks with me. And I help people bust through these blocks. The blocks that have been keeping you from being wealthy, from being happy, joyful, loved, seeing unlimited possibilities. The blocks that have been keeping you from all of your abundance. And I love teaching this course, this boot camp, the spiritual boot camp, because I mean, within days, we there's daily activities and I keep them very simple and easy so that everyone can follow along. They fit into our busy lives. It's a few minutes a day. That's it. But we have a private Facebook group where people can post. And it's so much fun watching people transform on that Facebook group, watching their posts change, watching, uh, checking in and seeing all the things that they're um, bringing into their lives now, all the amazing, beautiful things. It's so much fun. So I do teach others how to shift your reality, how to write a new story, get out of your old story and write a new one. It can be done and it can be easier than you think. If you ever want to look into it, my spiritual boot camp, I would love to have you join at the next one. Just hop on over to my website, juliatreat.com, and click on the box below. It should say courses. And under courses, you'll see the spiritual boot camp. It's great because our tribe is growing and people are making connections from all over the world in the spiritual boot camp. As I like to say, we have our birth family and we have our soul family. And oftentimes they aren't the same. And I believe we're all searching for our soul family. I invite you to join me for my spiritual boot camp or any of my courses. You may, in fact, meet some of your soul family there. All right. My biggest piece of advice for you is to get a piece of paper out. Begin writing down your limiting beliefs about money. What are your beliefs about money? If you can't say the phrase, money serves my highest good, without getting a pit in your stomach, then there's a problem. I can help you with that. Look at your limiting beliefs about love. Are you receiving love? Do you give it easily? What about your health? Are you at your prime? Are you moving your body every day? Are you feeling full of energy? If not, there's a story in there somewhere, maybe several. I love you all. I wish you all the best, and I pray that your new story is amazing and beautiful and full of so many miracles. Until next time, God bless. Thank you so much for listening to Stepping Into the Light. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast with your family and friends. And be sure to visit Julia's website at juliatreat.com to sign up for monthly cyber swag, including meditations, rituals, readings, and lots of other life-changing stuff straight to your inbox. It's free.